Hello and welcome to the T's and C's podcast. My name is Tasha Duffy. And I'm Christine Barnes. We're all guilty of sending podcast-length voice notes of our day-to-day ups and downs of life, so we decided to share them with you. In this week's episode, we speak to professional Irish boxer Declan Prettyboy Garrity. This episode was set to be released in the run-up to his welterweight title fight with Dylan Moran, which has unfortunately been postponed due to an injury Declan sustained in a lead-up fight. Not to worry though, we didn't talk just about boxing. He discusses mental health, TV appearances, pranking his nanny and finding Mrs. Wright. Fancy a cuppa? Right, let's pop the kettle on. Our guest this week is 12-time national champion, professional Irish boxer, number nine Hell Week contestant and soon to be the new welterweight champion of Ireland. It's Declan Pretty Boy Garrity. Welcome Declan, how are you? Thanks for having me ladies. I don't know about the pretty boy but thank you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> She wanted me to say it in the oh, yeah. pretty book, Garrity. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, she was like, you do. But I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> and then I'm like, I can't do a pretty book, Garrity. <laughs> and she does it. <laughs> what a woman. <laughs> um, so yeah, welcome. Thanks thank, for coming in. Yeah, thank you for having um, me. We've seen the hype around this fight coming up last week. And I said to Tasha, we, we have to, to have him, him in. Not only because of your status boxer, blue tick, whole lot but just because you seem like a sound fella overall as the, a person the blue tick is nothing honestly <laughs> it's like it's honestly nothing it's it's more ridiculous than anything else but it kind of makes it a bit easier when a few women DM me that's the only good thing about it so we take you're single then single oh there you I'm go fr- girls he is very single <laughs> handsome pretty boy but yeah so boxing yeah <clears throat> when you were a little baby three yeah, I really couldn't tell you when I started off because more like I was just putting it as a baby. I'm from Charlemont Street, originally Flats is actually only up the road and uh, pretty rough area. I was lucky enough to still have my mother and father still around because of a lot of my f- mates and fathers ain't around and I was lucky enough to have the bottom. A lot of my friends got locked up because of no father figure and just kind of did whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. But I had the, my father put the fear into me when I was kind of young and kept me on the straight and narrow with the boxing and then like... If I didn't really want to go, he just tell me, all right, you have to be in at seven o'clock at night. So simple as it was either go to the boxing gym or just sit in the house at seven o'clock. Yeah. And that's, I was afraid of him to a certain extent. So that's what kept me on the, in the boxing. And then at 11 years of age, you can actually compete, even though you have fights. At, I think I had my first fight when I was six or seven. You can actually legitimately compete when you're 11. And I just kind of won every Irish title all the way up to a adult level. So I was lucky enough that I was keep winning. Even though I was keep winning, sometimes I was getting bored. But I can only imagine, and sometimes it was difficult, I can only imagine if I was losing, I probably yeah. would have wanted to pull away a bit more. But I just, because I was, I was telling the box, I was just kind of st- st- stuck at and I just kind of paid off then. Brilliant. And was your dad your coach? Yeah, he still is my coach as well. Really? Oh, wow. We have a love-hate relationship. We, in fairness, as much as I love him, we don't, we're not, we're not the same people. He's very uh, anti-social. He doesn't really have friends. It's just me walking, me mother, and that's... <laughs> But they have a great relationship that we each other since I think they're 15. Like, I still got, I don't live at home anymore, but when I go in, they're on the couch holding hands. They're married, like, Oh, Jesus, years. I'm like, you're a mum like my mum and dad. Well, it's, <laughs> nice, it's nice to see. You don't Literally, really see it Literally, it is. Like, like, and they're, my mum and dad are still young. Like, they're 56 and 57, and everyone's like, oh, my God, your mum and dad are a couple girls. And I'm like... But you don't get that anymore. Yeah, I know, they are. Any, and they, with this, this Oh, you generation. do. Like, you really do. Like, a lot of my uh, friends would, a lot of them wouldn't, their parents wouldn't be together. My mum and dad aren't together. Yeah. Mm. Um, there's only one of my other friends. Yeah, there are. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not. Um, 
very iconic. so it is like i do i applaud any relationship that's like that i'm like she's because it's not it's, it's not fucking easy it's not easy and i think now the generation what we're in now it's even a hundred times harder yeah because oh, of social media and everything so it's like you're going through an argument and like it's a lot easier for you ladies than than, than a male i believe it is the reason why is because you could see my face now the scowl <laughs> i'm pulling like i'm sure you get dms men like the whole idea of a man is to chase a woman it's always mm. being the male have to hunt women yeah but it's not like that anymore no I don't know about that now I, now, I get the, I, I have got the ends But a few of my friends I've seen them chase women Like and it's just like It's part of the parcel Really? Like, do you, if you were in the night out Would you go up and chat Chat to a man first? No Not no, really No see There you go Yeah that's I true. would she And would. I applaud that I want <laughs> to applaud that Now that's great Because I'm just like Life's I too short I get awkward though If I know the person 100% I will And I fancy him That's grand But if it was a stranger Probably not No. So you've got three sisters Have you brothers? I had a brother who passed away Yeah Okay And do you want to talk about that What was his name? His name was Anto He was a So the situation with Anto mm. is, Was his mother and my father Are sisters And his, his dad and my dad Are brothers So we're first first cousins But his man and dad died young Okay And my nanny Like if anyone that follows on here follows me on TikTok, I take the piss out of me. And I have a relationship. Yeah, with well, we seen love that. them. Uh, so do you know what? I didn't realize how much it took off. I was out last week. I was out. Sorry, I wasn't. I was out three weekends ago, and I was at Chris Brown concert. And we, we, girls were coming so up and talking to me too. about taunting. About, I actually didn't even know my name. Were coming up and talking to me about my nanny to me. No, what's your like, nanny's name? Teresa. Oh, go on. So, uh, my nanny played a big part of rearing me, and his man and dad died fairly young, and she, so we kind of got rare to get like I was. He was the year. A year and two months. It's come to his anniversary now. Ten years in three days. No wow. way. Yeah, so uh, he was 24 when he passed away. I was 23. And uh, yeah, we just got rid as one. Like I, like it was back then, we were, like I, I took his hand-me-down clothes. Mm, Wherever yeah. he went, I went. You know what I mean? Like I kind of hung around with his friends the whole lot. So that's just the relationship I had with him. So yeah, that's that's what I mean. Like I still, even though I'm living out on my own now, before that I was actually living with my nanny. For a long time, like I still go up to my nanny every second day, even though I'm living over the north side, she's the south side, and I'm busy with boxing and whatnot. I still go over to her every second day and just torment her. And all she asks me for every time she sees me, where's my marshmallows and my Lucas head? No, every way. time I, go, I have them in the car now, so I have to go up after this to drop them into her. Oh my god, that's well cute, isn't it? That is, <laughs> but I nanny- feel like, yeah, like people with their nannies, like I. It's a different kind of love, isn't oh it? Oh my god, it's a different kind of love. When my, my nanny died, and like. That's when I started suffering with my anxiety and everything. Like, yeah. I just couldn't cope because she just loved me so much. Like, even though my mom and dad did, but it's just a different love. Yeah. It's like a massive love. So, um, I get tr- I, I get that. away with trouble with my nanny in the sense of like, it was only me and her living in the house when I had to pass away. So I used to have parties there and she just, Never she sleep like an elephant, you know what I mean? She wouldn't, she wouldn't give out. But I'd like, say oh. if you were in the wrong end, then she'd give ah, me a clip around give, the air. Ah, but... She definitely gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so your brother then, was he into boxing? Or? No, he was into football. He's a fairy footballer. And then he actually just, uh, he was into football, but then he just kind of dibbled and dabbled in drugs as well. I, I personally don't take it. And it's because of him as well, played a big part in me. He just always told me never to do it when I was growing up. And uh, he died with a cocktail between drinking drugs and oh. he just choked on his own from it. And uh, is what's probably the hardest would be his girlfriend was with him and she just left and probably two hours after she left he died and his eye uh, well choked on his own family. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, so she took it very hard of, yeah, course, of course. You yeah. know what I mean? Like And how did you end up dealing with that then? Because I know we we did watch your um YouTube documentary, This Is Me. So if yeah. anyone hasn't seen it, go and watch it. It's only ten minutes long, I think. Yeah, and yeah. Jesus, you fit a lot into that in yeah. ten minutes. It was uh, yeah, it was kind of like that whole year, it was two thousand and fourteen, it was just kinda of like completely not blanketed. Like 
I was I had me first ever girlfriend at the time as well as I had I had a best friend and Anto passed away and then I broke up with my girlfriend after being with her for five years within probably four weeks after that and then me and my best friend fell out after three weeks after that. Oh my so God. I lost three important people wow. in my life at that time. And it was just kind of was on my own. I just kind of that's I only started drinking when I was twenty three. I never before that I never drank either. So I started drinking then and I broke my hand. It was actually two days after winning the All Orleans. It's the basically the holy grail you can do as amateurs and uh, I won that and then I broke my hand and that so I couldn't box. My outlet was always boxing. Once I had boxing I was always I was already I couldn't box. He passed away. I broke I first time ever being single, fell out with my best pal and then just fucking went for a year of just madness. Wow. Oh my God. So yeah. did you, you obviously broke your hand so you came away from boxing. Yeah, I broke like my that. hand two days before he passed away. Wow. Because we were at the national championships. I won them. I got out of the ring. We, it's the last picture we have together. And he went down that night and then he was still session the next day and that, that night he passed away. So it was just, it was an awkward, it was not awkward, it was just a numbness feeling. I went into it like, I never actually went to see anyone to talk about it because of, like I said, I've always, I always believe is anyone going through any sort of depression, get in the gym. It plays a massive part. Of the endorphins, what it releases and the structure you have is so important. And I just kind of, towards the back end of that year, I started getting back in the gym. But like for five days, I think it was three or f between three and five days, I just woke up in Dungeon Shopping Centre looking for a suit or something like that. I just remember saying I, don't, I didn't you know don't where know I how was. You got there. Didn't know where I was with family members, but it was like I just woke up. It was like it was just pure numbness. And then I think that was the <clears throat> his after his funeral. That was the last time I cried probably for about eight years. Wow. Yeah. So I stopped. I couldn't cry for about eight years. That's really hard. Like as much as like you lost him, you came away from your girlfriend as well, and then your best friend like. That's a lot of grief. Yeah. You broke your hand. Yeah. The thing like, you love to do the most, yeah. you couldn't do. So like, that is a lot. Yeah. Okay, like, if your brother died, everything else then factors into that yeah. as well. Like, it's just a snowball effect. Yeah. You say bad things come in three. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, even the drinking, I did I actually didn't like the drink. It was just to do something. I was forcing to drink down with me and I didn't like drinking, you know what I mean? And do you drink now? I can only drink vodka. Oh, mm, I can. I don't like the taste of beer. I don't, well, I can drink like say, say a fat frog or something like that. But it has to be a fat frog. frog. You know I me. Mean? It has to be fat. It has to be fat. Getting in. Yeah, yeah. I can only drink you like sweet things. Yeah. But I can't like drink any beer or even pint of Guinness. No, I don't mind like, a, a, a Bailey shot. That's about it. But you don't do Jack. A little baby Guinness. Baby Guinness. We're, we're, we're a pro with that. Baby Guinness. <laughs> you don't do a whole lot to me. You know what I mean? But vodka. I, I, I just like vodka. But I haven't drank and. I was gonna say because you're in training camp now, aren't you? Eight weeks. I say is the last time I had a drink. Wow. And does it not bother you, like? No, I'm very much. I like being in a relationship. I like I've done my whole life. This is probably the longest I've been single. And I like okay. being in a relationship, and it's been a. I'm kind of like when I'm in a relationship, I don't go partying. Yeah. I don't like going out partying. I like just. I'm like I, I like watching a chick flick. You know what I mean? I like Netflix sitting, and like, chill. I had a chick flick the Valentine's Day on my own. You know what I mean? <laughs> what did What did you watch? Uh, what did I watch? I watched Notebook. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, and I watch Save Saving Heaven, Saving Heaven. Save oh Safe Haven. I watched that oh. like the weekend. That's a great film. Yeah, that's a cracking one. Yeah, that's one of my favorite ones. I watched that the weekend. But yeah, it's it. Mine is the vow. It's on Netflix now. Oh yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, Channing Tatum. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. I know all the words. I can't believe we're sat. We're professional. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm trying to make chicken. This is the most random thing. 
Right, so we go back then to, you got back into everything. So tell us about like you competing and stuff like that from like a young age. Like what have you accomplished? What have been like your, uh, your pinnacle moments of your career? I got like a European silver medalist. I got a 12-time Irish champion. I went to the World Championship. I went to Olympic test events. It was actually, it was, I was, met, I was, I was fighting for the, the spot in the Olympics. Michael Conlon beat me by two points ago instead of me. He's watched that. Yeah, so Michael beat me by two points. That was the semi-final, wasn't it? That was the semis. And, uh then I went over to LA when I was I went over to LA when I was twenty one. I went over to LA with my father for a few days and fa- he went home. I stayed there for three months. I was meant to go pro. I don't know if he's not much about boxing. You ever heard of Manny Pacquiao? Yeah, of yeah. course. So we Freddie, discussed this yeah. last night because yeah. I had to explain okay. South Pond. I was like famous South Pond, so, Manny Pacquiao, so, Joe Kazagi. Yeah, so we went to uh, his his coach's gym, top rank uh, to, uh the World Card Freddie Rogers gym. I was mm. meant to sign a contract with uh, there's a management team called Top Rank that probably one of the biggest American companies over there. I had a contract there, but I was 21. I was like, when I was 21, as you see me on Take Me Out, I looked young. Yeah. Like I looked oh, young. he mentioned Take Me Out. So, so, <laughs> We're allowed to talk about it. So uh, I looked young. So I just kind of, after three months, I, I had a contract there. I decided to go home. I still had a partner and all that. So I just kind of came home. And then after uh, I came back, went back on the Irish team. I went like to many multinationals, world championships, European championships, Olympic test events. And uh, then the opportunity to go pro when I was towards the back end of 2013, yeah. So uh, when wow. I started coming back around to myself, an opportunity to go pro and I just decided, all right, time to turn over and, and that was it. And that's what you've done forever. You've, you haven't had like to have a career on the side or anything um, like that. I went to college. I've, been, I've got like scholarships to go to college and uh, I've kind of, I like, I've done accountancy and all that, but it was that. Accountancy? Yeah. I wasn't expecting yeah, that. Really? But, uh, yeah. But what happened was that was I did a few months in that, but I was always traveling. Like I'm, ne- I was never been the You're country. Never yeah, I was never in the country more than two weeks. I was always with the Irish team constantly traveling, so uh, it was hard to keep up with. So I just dropped out. So then we're just now at the awesome. moment I, I I'm boxing and I own my own gym as well. Do you? Yeah, yeah I own my own gym. Yeah. What's the name of it? Next Gen. It's out in Bray. Very good. Yeah, so. So do you train? Is that where you train and everything now? No, I, I kind of, there's a few people working for me, so I don't actually be down there pretty often. I probably do two, three times a week because it kind of runs itself, basically. I was down there, like this morning, I was down there at five o'clock this morning. I did like three hours there, went back to bed and I'm back up. Well, when I'm down there, I do like, there's three classes on. The first two classes I take and the last class I do while I'm taking. So I get my first kind of cardio session out of the way, went back to bed and I'm back up straight away, another session, bit of field rest and then another session today. So three today. That is hard work. So two to three a day, Monday to Saturday, and then one on Sunday. Wow. So yeah. no rest for the wicked then? No rest. It has to get, you have to do it. Wow. So is that, that's your training camp. Is that just your normal day, like normal week, or is that just because you're that's, in training camp that's for a while? Tr- that's because of training camp, but normal week, it's definitely once a week, once a day. It's just part of me lifestyle. Yeah. I have to have it. Like, I, so I, I, it I, I get depressed if I don't go to the gym. Like I, I feel, I start feeling down if I don't I go to the gym. I was like that. <laughs> I do I wish I was like that I was like that That'd be so good He's only saying that I'm sure he's got a gym He's doing his walks Or something you know man He's definitely doing his walks He only he doesn't know No, no. Okay, We barely so. make up that stairs Every <laughs> other week attack. I was trying to control my breathing When I was walking up the stairs And I'm like Oh right <laughs> No yeah. I would You know what it is I would I would have loved it. And I know, I always say to my dad, what do I always say? I don't know. I would have been great at every sport, dad. That's why I don't do it. And he's like, <laughs> why? And I said, because I'm tall. He's like, 
what <laughs> i'm like i would have been great at tennis i would have been great at golf like it just there's no point in me doing it because i just would have won everything i do be like quite jealous of people like you that have it like bred into you oh i'd love that like i know like you never resented your dad when you were younger did you for like encouraging you to do it so much yeah well obviously i hated him I st- like, <laughs> like when you get to the age of 15 and all the boys are chasing women like like you're getting sent to the gym yeah. three times a week minimum you know what I mean and like you kind of feel like you're missing out things but you don't realise it's just for the better because like I said I have a lot of friends who strung out on drugs now and who are locked up you know what I mean so where I'm from is a pretty, really rough area so like a blessed in that sense you know what I mean but like I said it's like I missed out on things but I'm grateful for it now mm. so talk about your mental health struggle then we were talking about um, your brother the dark place you went into after he passed away coming out of boxing for a while what is your kind of thoughts on mental health, on dealing with it, on, <clears throat> I know you said the gym, but. Everyone's different. Like, I, I personally, I've only started speaking about it since that documentary. Before that, like, my best friend who I fell out with, he's still my best friend now. We, we patched no things way. up. Yeah, we wow, patched amazing. things up. We patched things up. And I was over a woman we fell out. No! A woman, his, his ex-girlfriend gave him a choice out of me or him. <gasps> me or him, and he picked his ex-girlfriend. So I, I kind of still <gasps> hold on. But in fairness, this young lad would go to the ends of the earth for me. He's absolutely, I couldn't ask for a better friend than him. But we fell out for two years, maybe, you know what I mean? Stop wow. talking completely, but we're, we're still... I think it's actually worse. Like, when you go, when you lose a friend, it's worse than a, a boyfriend or girlfriend. I think so, too. A hundred percent. Nah, I disagree. <laughs> no, I, nah. like... I went I... through a heart, a heart breakup now last <clears throat> last year. So I disagree with that one, I would. Because I find your best, your, your partner is your best friend. How long have you been in a relationship no. for? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> What's the longest relationship you've been with? Three years. Did you deeply love this person? You can't really say that Okay <laughs> say no more What about you Have you been in a long term relationship Yeah yeah And Best friend There you go But how long were you best friends With your man first Ah years as well Yeah But, but still that, like, like it's I don't know It's like He can't get in the bed For a cuddle with me can he <laughs> Yes he can I see you get in the bed For a cuddle with me <laughs> But uh, See I'm having a problem With Gary moving in I'm like Gary that's my I side know. of the bed Like <laughs> She keeps taking all the stiff stuff away. <laughs> she's there, she's like, eh, that doesn't go there. But then I got in last night and I was like, oh, there's a charger there now. Good man, Gary. <laughs> so sorry, back to men's mental health. So you're talking about a breakup and stuff like that and your brother and your friends and what so, you think is the best thing to do. Well, yeah, like I said, as I never really talked about it. So where I was getting at is like my best friend, when he watched that documentary, he actually broke down and goes, I can't believe you went through all this shit. Like you never spoke. Like I don't speak about things. It's only now I've started to speak about it. Because my dad's very old school. He's very a tough man. Like, he was mm. like, even when Anto passed away, he, he turned around and thought Anto killed himself. And the first thing he turned around and said, What a fucking stupid cunt. Because that's what Toby t- Vision thought was over. Yeah. So that's kind of how hard my dad is, you know what I mean? Now he's, he's mellowed out on his older age, but he was a tough, tough man. Like, and uh, we never, never talked about it. And I kind of just dealt with all my shit while I had to go. And my outlet was boxing. But I do believe uh, I have a lot of people who've turned to me and text me and asked me for the voice and I'm pretty I think it's most people are very good at giving a voice but very hard to take on their own voice 100% you know yeah. and I'm great at giving it absolutely fantastic giving it it's a little bit harder to take it but obviously speak about it and then like as we talked uh, we were talking about earlier on about An- Andrew Tay uh, oh yeah yeah like no some comment. stuff some stuff I'd agree with in the sense <laughs> of uh, like he says like when you break up with someone yeah. <clears throat> I'm talking about Mental health is different. I, I went through a bad thing with my last breakup with my mental health last year. And you have this fire in your stomach, your stomach. No matter what, when you're when you're newly single, I couldn't sleep more than two hours. Two, three hours was the max. And I'm training two or three times a day. Mm. So it's just like constantly keep going to the gym, constantly keep going to the gym. So it all depends. Like it's, For mental health, it's obviously it's good to reach out to people. Sometimes you, 
it's reaching out to your best friend or it's actually going and getting proper help you know what I mean mm. but like all I can say to everyone there's always light at the end of the tunnel like I thought 100%. at one stage in 2013 I thought like I didn't want to be here like I actually got I end up grabbing, I end up grabbing uh, my, my brother's uh, belt and trying to hang myself and I snapped it that's how much of a dark I just didn't want to be, be here and I snapped and I turned around and just took a deep breath and kept it to myself for a long time and then just as I said no matter what there's always good times, but there's always bad times, and there's always bad times, there's always good times. Life is like a roller coaster. There's no middle ground. There's always highs and lows, too. And that's what makes life life, you know what I mean? Like I said, last year I went through a, a difficult time as a, as a breaking up with someone who I actually deeply loved. And it was hard to be hard to be on your own because you're with someone every single night. Yeah. And then it's just, you couldn't have to deal with you being on your own. And I found it very difficult to be on my own. But like I realised I've gone through situations where are worse than what the situation I was in and I came out of it. And for everyone, there's, there's there's always light. There's always, you can reach out. And if you feel like you can't reach out, do stuff what? Take your mind off it. Don't get me wrong, like, there's 24 hours in the day. There's times I still sit there and think of my brother or my ex-partner or something, you know what I mean? And, and there is times with that, but it's, you, you constantly keep yourself busy. I, me, personally, I just like to keep, I like to overload myself with just tasks every single every single minute of the time. I don't like to think. I want to think, then that's where I've started. My mind starts running and start getting feeling down and whatnot. But like I said, there's always light at that tunnel. I'm just like gobsmacked. I know. Because you don't hear lads talking like that mm. at all. Like, my dad suffers with anxiety. Mm. And we always talk about this so and Tasha has had her struggles with anxiety before and her mental health and Graham her brother who we spoke about earlier on would be her like not like your rock like your support system and I'm that for my dad yeah but like I wouldn't bring it up with my dad and talk about it with my dad on a daily basis who's there for you huh who's there for you if you were your dad's sports he's there he would be there for me between okay. him and Tasha okay they would be the two people for me but <clears throat> wait are you okay <laughs> I'm fine. Oh. You upset? No, I'm oh. fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Don't get anything on me white jumper though. Why are you getting upset? I just think yeah. it's so, like, I've been there where you have been. Where, like, I didn't want to be here anymore. And I remember I was driving home from work one day and I literally was, like, just about to turn in front of a truck. And I am... Um, I got home and I was like really scared and I said it to my mom and my brother and they literally were like wouldn't take their eyes off me then for like a good two weeks like made sure they were always like with me or whatever but I relate to it in that sense because life is fucking hard very hard like so and I think like it's so easy to do like obviously end your life like it is like you know what I mean but there is a light and I totally get what you're saying there. There is a light. You just have to work through Like you have to just take the mm. good with the bad. I find a person I just didn't want to leave the pain for I me, know. My sisters and my mother and father because I know what it does. But yeah. like even this year I was in dark places. Like mm. this year I was in really dark places as well. What you're saying is like in the documentary I said there's like some people look at my life and say you live a great life now mm. me personally I live a really normal life but some people say and like we, I know you're talking about celebrities and reality TV and people mm. like you don't know what anyone's going through just because that life looks you, when you said how fake Instagram is yeah. completely not a fake yeah. completely so not fake. a fake and you don't realise like how how good you think life is mm. it's not really like that no, like not. 80% of that time is not it's hardship like we're, ta- we're talking about relationships, how hard it is. Mm. Relationships, you think people putting up pictures and 
how great these look, how, like, oh, I love to be in that relationship, look how happy they are, but uh, it's not, it's not, it's like not that, that, you know, and yeah. life is like that, life is very, very difficult, like, I've gone through so many dark times where I said, like, even this year was so hard for me, physically, I mentally, so hard, I had a fight, my first fight back, I think it was in October, and there's a real gown, I had a, a put real up, I did, in Edinburgh, that one, it was in, no, it was in Leeds. This oh, one yeah. it was a rail. Me sitting down and the video over was over me, and he's he's at, he like he cut cut on the rail, and we put it up, and it was just about that that stage. I was in a hard, 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 deep, dark place, you know, man. And I was just like the reactions of melted people DM me because mm. of it, you know, man, it was unbelievable. And who do you have? You asked me who who's there for me. Who's there for you now? Do you have people that you talk to, or you just no? I don't. I, I'm, I'm, I'm mm. doing my own thing. I do. Like I have my best friend. Like I brought the last time I cried. Like I said, it took seven years it took me before I cried and I only started crying, I only started getting vulnerable when I was in my last relationship and it kind of annoyed me how, how soft I got within myself and the last time I cried was Christmas, uh, New Year's Eve and I broke down with my friend, bro- broke down and crying him and he was worried about me and I drove home and I was having all sorts of thoughts and that was the, that's it. I think it was like, what are we in now, seven weeks into the New Year yeah. or something like that, that was it. Then uh, that's uh, cut my feelings completely off now. I just went cold, cold sober and just no emotions at all now. So, yeah, that's that's so. Like I said, it's like we all get these feelings, mm. and but what you said there as well, like people look at you, like, well, why are you like that? Like, yeah, of course. And that would be the same. That's what I felt like with me. People like you have a job, you've got like my family. Great like family. what my family are like? Yeah. They're so good. Like I was in a relationship at the time. You have the best of friends, and then I felt guilty for feeling I was the way you, I, I did. Feel it. You yeah. feel guilty that you're feeling. I was like, oh, I well, felt what, that way. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be. Like yeah. I shouldn't be sad, or I shouldn't be so. Oh. Like I'm. I was like, I'm lost. There's something wrong. Like, yeah. but then everyone was telling me that I'm okay. You're well, fine. What can you be? In, what can you be sad about? I used to say what you were saying, there and I went to a therapist this year, and she said everything I was saying was like. Like pe- my friends have a lot, a lot worse than me. Yeah. So I shouldn't be feeling like this way, but she's like, that doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. You yeah. know what I mean? I do agree with therapy though. I've been to a therapist over the years and like they really stick with you. They This is my fault. Well, this is my fault. Because everyone you know. keeps saying to me, they're like, just with different stuff, like my mom and dad split up and different bits and bobs, and obviously everyone has struggles. I never say that I have anxiety or mental health problems or anything like that because I know people who do. Yeah. And how diagnosed with different things. And I actually feel like it takes away from someone. I think yeah, this I whole understand. mental health thing and anxiety thing, everyone now says, yeah. oh, I'm anxious, yeah. I have anxiety, or I'm depressed. You're actually not. And I think it's actually horrible to say that because someone who is actually dealing with it, it's taken away from what they're really going through. I did a podcast show in the week and I said the same thing. I think men, especially men, mm. even though there is mental health there, if you look back in the olden days, there wasn't a whole lot talked about yeah. men going no. away. We're all getting too soft. That's what I do believe. So that's, I do think men, even though it's good to talk about, I do mm. think men are getting very soft. And it's like, it's like anything else when it's talked about, it feels like it's, it's, it's appearing in the reality, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I do agree what you're saying. And, and don't, sometimes it's not just depression people go through. It's just like, like we said, life is hard and so everyone hard. has, and, and people have down days all the time. And people, as you're saying there, as, I'm having a bad day and all of a sudden I'm turning around and saying I feel depressed. It's not really depressed, it's yeah. just a bad fucking day. Yeah, yeah. you're just having a bad but day. What he went through was for a whole year and like, like I said, is I never went to see a therapist. It was only this year, and now I'm like to a stage, even going to see the therapist. Like I don't really feel like I want to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't feel like I want to go. You know what I mean? I'm and just, do you think it helped you at all? No, because everything she's saying, I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? But sometimes you need someone to say it out loud to you yeah. for it to become a reality, though, isn't it? But like I said, I'm kind of very much an alpha male where I do whatever I want to do. It's like, like all my friends come to me, and like I, like I said, it's like. 
I'll vent with my friends if I really want to vent with them, but I don't really do it, you know what I mean? I kind of just, do, I'm more of one of the people who should, like, try to bottle everything up and don't deal with it. And that's just me as a person. But I I, I preach to everyone I'm else not, not to do that. No. That, that's me. Yeah. I'm exactly when you were saying earlier on about people being able to give advice and not yeah. take it. That's me. I'm like, yeah, I'll give advice. Yeah. Buy yeah. the dozen. And then, Christina, are you okay? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm the same. I just go cold trick and everyone, everyone's like arriving to my door. Where are you? And I'm like, me here. Just don't want to deal with anybody. And then I so, just So yeah, it leave. is. No, but as you said, life is hard. And yeah, yeah I... I do think men are getting softer, which I'm happy about because I like I've had men in my life who I see have struggled and like haven't like opened mm. up about it. So it is good to hear what you're saying there, saying that they are getting softer. And that you do have coping mechanisms and stuff yeah. as well, though, because that's everyone needs it, regardless if you think you should talk to a therapist or you should talk to your friends or you should go to the gym. Yeah. Once you have an outlet that makes yeah. you feel better, regardless of what it is is what's important the worst is I find personally like during the summer I was I knew I was going into a dark place and I was trying to like the gym I was trying to box off had the gym manager I was trying to make sure I had my money saved the way I and like I still knew I was going when I go into a dark place I just go partying like I said I don't do drugs but I go drinking four days a week <coughs> you know what I mean so uh, during the summer I started going out too much and I was lucky enough to get back in the band I, I just got into my manager I was look get me fight straight away it's yeah. the only thing I keep me in so this fight was worked out great for me because of I've had three fights towards the end of back year and they were handy enough fights and I was just turning around and said look I need a, I need a fight what's going to definitely make sure I stay in like now I don't go like I can't be arsed going now I won't go out like people ring me the weekend you come now women have got onto me can I come up later we're talking about it earlier we'll tell you later so can I ask can you come up come up to you come up to you and I'm like nah I'm just like I'm in my bubble and that's yeah. me staying and that, for, even though whatever happens during the camp now it's worked out great for me because it's just it, it's like being locked up it just keeps you on the straight and narrow so that's what it's doing now for me so even though I'm going through a hard breakup on healing that process of training yeah. and just keep myself keep myself on the straight and narrow that is good though yeah that is that is really good to have like a positive way to get through stuff but you said you went back to last year so when we watched bits and bobs of your stuff you were talking about the last dance yeah that actually makes me really sad because I'm like, you're only 32. I know. I know. But it's, it's, it's all for boxing. I can't believe that. Yeah. Like, So talk us through that then. What made you think, like, right, it's time for me to retire. I'm going to give it one last shot or well, what? I was very, as boxing, I was, I'm very, very talented. Boxing was very, very talented. Like, my boxing IQ was probably up there with the best. <clears throat> but I fought, like, I, like one, one fight, like, I had one fight. I was, if I won that fight, I had a Sky Sports, uh, I was a Sky Sports contract and I was life-changing money. The fact John got beat me instead and he got life change of money was between this me is and John yeah so he got instead of me life change of money and I fought a few Euro a few European and I was like originally like even John always meant to beat John mm. I'm sure John lived in Spain and I had a lot of friends and he said Deco should have beat me all day long mm. Mark I should have beaten tennis and I should have beaten Archie Sharp and these are all fight, people who are fighting for world titles and I was meant to, I was well ahead of beating these but I struggled big with the weight like like I don't know he's no kilos this. Not really no. kilos. No yeah. So, so I've seen. I, this is actually one of my questions on my list. Do you find it hard making weight? I I cut two and a half stone every camp. Not anymore now. I used to cut two and a half stone every camp. And how long is that? Eight weeks. Wow. And, uh, so I used to. Can kill. we join? And that's but, <laughs> no, but that's that's for someone who's not overweight though. That's what yeah. you have to take yeah. into account. He didn't have that weight to lose, like, but he has to. If you look at my pictures on Instagram, how drawn I look. Okay, yeah. I'll look uh, if you uh, want uh, me to. <laughs> I look for like, research purposes <laughs> like, I'm not trying to bring any of this in here it's all around doing so I, I used to you take so much weight off me and uh, like 
always meant that like there was a big talk about me when I was throwing a pro about winning big big things like becoming yeah. world champion and having the platform I should have and it just never happened so that's been a kick in the ball looking back and saying like, what could have been but I've moved up and waiting now and like I've moved up a stone and a half now and I'm sticking at that for this fight so yeah I, I actually don't even know the question you asked me or not. we were talking about weight you were saying to us about cutting weight yeah. and eating and stuff like that with training camps and yeah. stuff like that Um, you brought up about Jono yes. and the life changing contract with Sky Sports and then you brought up about cutting weight yeah I think you're going to tell us something about but that. I don't know where the first one. What was the, what was the, you've the asked, last you asked, dance. Uh, the last dance, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's what I was. So, like, I've, I've, I was kind of, I was always going to pack it in when I was 30, you know I mean? I was meant to make me money and achieve me goals and become world title. And then I was just, like, COVID hit and then me, me career became a stop and start because I picked up a few injuries on the way. So then I was just like, hmm. We said we'll have one more last dance. So, but the summertime I'll pack it in. Definitely 100% packing in it, but it's, it's at the end of a chapter and it's going to be like, I've kind of put things in plan and place what my next career is going to be. I'm going to go down, uh, well, I'm more like just go down the gym and just try to franchise the gym or something like that. And it's like, how does that feel for you to say that? Like, literally, we've had this conversation where mm. you've said since you were three or four, all yeah. you've done is yeah. boxing, that boxing's been your outlet. I know it will yeah. still be there, yeah. but the thrill of a camp, of cutting weight, of, mm. I know that's hardship as well, but it's also like satisfaction you would have gotten out of that. I'm surprised I'm not up here well, because last week I had a lot, a lot of marks in my face, so it's, it's, it gets tough. Like, I had a few black guys last week, you know what I mean? So uh, it's, I don't know, like, it's nice, it's, as mad as it sounds, it's nice being hand on hand combat and getting punched. And give them punches, but get to a stage where it's like pff, pay me your ass as well with this, you know what I mean? Really? But I don't know, like it's just part of the parcel, you know what I mean? At some stage, your, your you career ends, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cool. And like I'm on borrowed time, I was gonna pack it in a long time ago mm. where I've picked up big losses on big platforms where I've like I should have won, and I was like, there's only so much heartache you can take, you know what I mean? It's like it's like being in a relationship and the bitch keeps breaking your heart every time. <laughs> Except every... in this case, it keeps breaking his nose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so breaking my heart every time. So, uh, yeah, so I'm on extra time now and this is part of the extra time I'm on. So where, what's your plan then this year? So obviously you've yeah. got this big fight coming up with... I've actually a fight now in the next two weeks, a small fight. Oh, in small two weeks. fight? Yeah, a small fight in two okay. weeks, just a little warm-up as well. Form small fight, I think it's on the 11th of March and uh, then me and Dylan Morton which has a great has a great profile himself. Yeah. Uh, fight on the 8th of April in Waterford down his hometown. And then I haven't thought any further than that. I'm just concentrating on that date and that's it. I'm not thinking of my friends. I'm like, there's a Katie Taylor show the month after people are on to me. Do you want to get on the show? I'm like, to my manager, don't worry about it. I'm not worrying about that. My friends are like, are we going away? Are we, are we going past? He's, we feed, he's feeding us the questions here because we were going to ask you about Katie Taylor. Yeah, so. So what do you reckon about where she's going to fight when she comes over, do you think? I think I think it's too late now for the Crow Park. Bill. Yeah, I think it will fight in the Crow Park, but I think the fight she's having is a very very hard fight. It's gonna mm. be it's a very hard fight. I'd, I'd like a person to have a Nisha fight and then keep that fight for Crow Park. It's madness though to even think that she would be fighting in Crow Park. The build up behind this fight, like McGregor coming in being like, "I'll foot the bill." Eddie Hearn, yeah, hyping up. I'm going to Dublin for all my my little meetings and everything with McGregor and going McGregor going into the Black Forge and all. Like it's madness the amount behind women's boxing. Because yeah. if you think about like when you were kids, <clears throat> was there any girls that you knew? No, going God, to a boxing no. gym. But see, I know her since I'm about eleven. And no way. Yeah, I know Kate. Look, I've pretty good friends with <clears throat> Kate. I used to. Kate is that much of a nice woman. I remember uh, people used to get onto me from Crumlin, and the, the daughter would be very sick, like kids sick, and I their idol would be Kate. I used to pick Kate up and bring her down there, and there'd be no like media, oh no, no, nothing for the for publicity, nothing yeah. at all, just an absolutely 
gold heart she has. And like, to me, like, even growing up, like, I never really appreciated women's boxing. I appreciated Katie because I used to spar her, but mm. and no one else. But now it's it's breeding, it's breeding itself. And definitely, it's, it's grown bigger. legs, yeah, isn't it? It's definitely grown legs. Now. Kelly Harrington, everything, like, the stuff that's going on in women's boxing these yeah. days is unbelievable. It's I so, think so women much. in sport in general as well. Yeah. With um, the Irish team as well now qualifying. For the World Cup yeah. and everything, it's going to be unbelievable. This year's going to be massive. So you've rankings on the 8th of April. So that's going to be a big one for you then. Yeah. So are you in, are you going to be in camp? You said you're in camp. Are you in camp seven weeks now? No, I'm in no. camp the last four weeks, i say proper. So I'm will training. you stay in that all till April? April? All the way to April, yeah. So like, what is your like diet and stuff like in that? My diet is just, I, I just eat clean. I don't, uh, beforehand, I used to be really, like sometimes down to one meal a day for the last, sometimes I go two or three days without eating that. You had to when you make a week. That's how bad it was. But now it's just, I just eat clean. Yeah, I don't want to go to the gym. Uh, nah. <laughs> no, <laughs> what you can, no. If you're going without eating, oh, that would kill me. Uh, but you know what? You'd be actually drained, but you just have to do it. It's part It's part of the parcel it was back then. And then, so this is going to be a real girly question to yeah, ask now. Ahead. It's very stupid. So you obviously make weight. Yeah. I put stone on in 24 hours. After you make weight. After this is my question. 24 hours I put stone on. Sorry, what? Stone on in 24 hours I put on. So how do you do it? Like, what do you eat to put on a stone? Know, it's a lot of water mainly, but it's because your stomach's shrunk and yeah. you can't really get a whole lot of food in. But every time I used to put a stone on. Every time. Jesus Christ. Because I think that's mad because you see like ev- like every boxer, if you ever watch a way in for a box match, as soon as they come off the stage, someone hands them like yeah, a five yeah. litre bottle of water and they're just drinking that the whole time. That's madness. Like, are you, have you ever worn a sweatsuit? You never see, do you know what a sweatsuit is? Yeah, I know yeah. what a sweatsuit is. I love to wear My dad, <laughs> my dad, that's a funny story. He's going to love that mention him again. <laughs> so my dad, like an old school footballer, like yeah. played semi-professional football for years and years. And when he started tr- coaching, I was nine. So it's like 21 years ago when he started coaching an under 16s football like team. And all these were like literally young fellas. We were able to do anything, fit as anything. So my dad came down and he was training with them one night. And all he could hear was... The black bag on them. And he was like, what are they doing? He had black bags all underneath. My dad swears by it. Even now at preseason training when he's training with them. My dad's 60... Oh God, he's going to help. He's going to kill me for saying that. He's 66 this year. And he's still wearing one. Yeah. They're not good for you. And, well, let him, him know. That. Not, yeah. He's 66 and he's Daddy, doing they're right. not good for you. Don't be wearing them. Trust me. You'll take a heart attack with that shit on you. But yeah, he'd still, he'd wear them. That's how I know about them. Yeah, but his mentality is like old school. 18. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're, they're only water weight, but that's what we use them for is just to take the, the bit of water off you. But I used to wear a sweatsuit. I did eight sessions in one day with a sweatsuit on me to lose 0.4. I couldn't take it off me. That's how, bad, that's how drained I was. But yeah, like I said, you put a stone on every, mainly water, but within less than 24 hours, you put a stone on. Sorry, this is another girly question. But you know when you make weight? Yeah. And then you don't have to weigh that anymore? No, you don't have to weigh that anymore. Certain titles you fight for, you have to be a certain weight for, like you can only put so much weight on. Okay. For the morning, but usually you don't have to weigh in, like once you make that weight. You weigh the night before normally, isn't it? The the, the way as a professional, you weigh in the night before. And then your boxer, you weigh in at. Oh, well, then I thought o'clock. it was going to be like no, that's a week what or two. No, 24 hours, the night before you weigh in, and then within 24 hours later, your box. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that like, you think, because you'd see stuff all the time, like documentaries and all that stuff, like that people, like you said, you couldn't move that 0.4 kilo. Like, if he doesn't make weight, Just there's fight. no fight. Yeah. Jesus. So, all that money and everything that you have up for, or a belt, or whatever so it is, you pressure. just can't do it. And you've trained. Like you said, imagine. That's, yeah, never it's, mind. It's, it's, it's hard. It's like, it's hard training. Like, Training's hard for anyone, but mm. when you're making weight, it's just absolutely kicking the balls. It is, yeah, know? like you're not doing it just to, yeah. for fitness or for fun or anything. Yeah, it just t- it starts taking the, the enjoyment out of it. That's what happened with me. I used to take the enjoyment out of trying to make weight. 
like he's answering all my questions here. I'm like tick tick tick. tick I know. Tick, yeah, it's like okay, do, will we just head off? <laughs> so actually, we were we were, we were talking about a second ago, and I actually mentioned Eddie Hearn. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're offering you made, free gigs to yeah, him, right? Yeah. You made a nice little comment, mate. What was the story behind that? Uh, it was just because of I just turned around because money doesn't motivate me anymore. And uh, like I said, I'm my gym and everything in order, so money doesn't motivate me. And I just turned around and said, "How could I get a good reaction?" And then uh, it just uh, grew legs, and then there was opportunities there for me, but it just it wasn't in camp really ready for it. So yeah, there was like. So he did come knocking after. Yeah, that. there was talks saying, "Yeah, they had me on the show, no problem." Like even now, like the, I, I expect I'll be, I'll be till morning to be an opportunity to fight me on the Kate Taylor card and it'd be a big fight as well. It would be, but like I said, I'll only focus on the eighth. Go from there. Mm. Interesting. Right, Tasha, you had a few things there to ask. Um, Jacqueline so. About. From his past. Yeah, so you're obviously a big TV personality. Yes. <laughs> um, big personality in general, I'd say. Oh, TV now, so I'm going to say no to that. Not, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to be like, sorry, not, definitely not big TV personality. So tell us about your own special forces, Hell Week. Uh, me and a friend called Jason Quigley, another professional boxer, very, very talented. And he's actually topping the bill in Dublin. If he's wanted me to get him on, I can get him on for you the, the plug, week plug, before plug, plug, me plug. in the yeah. <laughs> in the national stadium. Uh, me and him used to talk about and saying how good to be on it, and uh, me and him were applying for it, and I applied for it, and uh, he turned around and said he couldn't. He had a big fight coming up, so I just went on it instead of him. Uh, it was enjoyable. The train, the, believe it or not, the training wasn't that hard. It's the sleep I killed you. Right, so okay. bits got edited out. So. I'm really a light sleeper. When I sleep, I sleep with a t-shirt over my head and it has to be complete silence. Like if my ex-partner used to snore, I used to like wake her up, like proper wake her up. I cannot sleep. I yeah. need silence. I'm really bad. And that place you need to sleep. Like you, you might only get like, I think I got a half an hour sleeping. So you're nights. actually there, staying there? Yeah, yeah, I sleep there. How yeah. long were you there for? Three days I did and I got about half an hour sleeping three days. So that's what really killed me was Yeah, the sleep. it was the lack of sleep. Like, there was a fella snoring in the dorm, so there's like, I think there was like 23 of us in there, and there was a fella snoring. I went up and stood over him in my jocks and said, mate, if you do not shut the fuck up snoring, I am going to kill you. No. That's how bad it was. Because you're deprived of sleep. It was yeah. just, it's the hardest thing ever it is. Without sleep, there's no recovery. Yeah, of course. But the training, you didn't try. The, tr- the training wasn't too bad. Like, like I in fa- there training every bleeding minute of the day. I, yeah. I, grand. I failed. <laughs> Eight on, times a day in a sweatsuit. <laughs> I failed on it. I failed on a, on a hill track, yeah. And uh, we're doing the mountain and we're, we're going up the mountain and uh, like I was up at the top of the group at the start of it. I was in the top four and, and up when I go up there and down and when they told me going back up, I just, my legs just completely drained. I went over my knee as well. I did a lot of, a lot of trouble with my knee on it because we're wearing like I think it was 30 kilos in the backpack in the back and then I just missed the time they kicked me out of it. But I, they brought people in backstage Jordan when we were on the show and like interrogating them. But they did, I asked him, why did you not do it? And he goes, we just didn't expect you to just, you went from literally from the top two to expect to win it to literally just dropping out an hour and I was just down to sleep. Oh God. But I'm, I'm, I'm like, I need to sleep and I'm cranky as fuck without sleep. Here, so, here. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and I'm like She's a like, baby. it's nine o'clock, we're going to bed. I'm literally, like, I'm like, a nap, like I need a nap and everything. Nah, that's yeah. just L and stuff that is. Nah, well, yeah, <laughs> now. Like I am, I'm 33, like. I'm only 30. Give me a break, give me a break. Yeah, I, I said love I'm an L and love the nap. No kids yet, no? No. No. Why do you have kids? No, no. I yet. wasn't yeah. allowed. Oh, like a kid. I was gonna say you're 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 pretty <laughs> pro life. Um, get him a kid. Someone <laughs> get him a kid. Shane, get him a kid. Yeah. You're really um always saying about this that you're the last of your gener like last of your yeah, generation me, yeah, me, me name, to be yeah. in your thirties. Yeah. I still and still not have a kid. I know, but like I haven't met 
The one. See, it. that's that's it. I think that's the same with me though as well. Like I always, you I was a boyfriend. In re- you can't say that now. No, but as in, I was in relationships, <laughs> and I never like as much as I always wanted kids. Like yeah. my mom and all would have been like, she's gonna, ha- she's gonna be a teenage pregnancy kind of girl. Then in my twenties, they were like, she was like, I don't want to be a granny yet, and I was like, all right then. And now she's on you. Now she's so like Tasha. Friends. I'm like, ma'am, get move on. I'm like, feck off. I'm I living know. my best life now. So, and my brother's the same. He's 31 now on Friday, and. There's absolutely no pushness at all. Mine's the same now. She wants kids, but it's like, I thought I was going to have kids in my last relationship. It just didn't happen. So now it's like, you just can't have kids with anyone. Like me and you are no, single you now. Can't. You just can't. Okay, I'm getting old. I need to have a kid. You can't do that no. shit. You cannot do that shit. You need to find a good solid partner. Yeah. Mm. I think you know that as yeah. well deep down. Like I could have got pregnant with fucking any of my ex. I was, gonna I was say. like, no, like, because when I say that your boyfriend still thinks they're a virgin, you were a sport. I am. You weren't with anyone you know, before. That's very before. true. Yeah. Sorry, Jesus. What but uh, yeah, because my I look at my mom and dad, mm. and you know, I think you know, like what you're saying there, like you know what way a relationship's going to go. That's what I was going to so say. Like I've always been like my mom and dad, like I have to be like them. Like mm. I want to be like them. Like they're like who I look up to. Yeah. So I think I've been with lads in the past and I'm like, no, that's not going to work. Yeah. Like down the line, as much as I love you now, it's not going to work. Yeah. Down the line. Even when you were saying there about your ex-partner, when you were saying to me, oh, was your ex that you're with long term, your best friend? I think when you've had that type of relationship and it didn't go the marriage kids route, yeah. you're not going to settle either. To just be with someone, to be with no, someone. No. I'm with someone I want them to be my be best mate. Yeah. And it's hard to find that. Yeah. It's really hard. And I find the older you get, you start seeing so many red flags. 100%. Oh, you get so picky. Like, I'm, I'm, so I'm, picky. And you're like, I shouldn't really be this picky, but still, you it's know what I mean? It's because you yeah. know not what to put up. Like, yeah, you don't want to put up with it. And you're like, Do you know what? I only have a little time frame now. Like, I'm not putting up with it and that's it. And that's why, that's my thing in, as with her, yeah. life's too short. If you see I'm a lad you like. I've been not trying to start up on a blind date. Why not do it? No, the, she doesn't. He does no yeah, single no, friends but, 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 left. There isn't. We talked about this yeah. before. What about your uh, boyfriends, friends? Yeah, but there's one. Oh, oh. <laughs> there's, there's no audio. There's a fight over all, all my single friends. Worms. All my worms. single friends now are like, uh, is he single now? I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> Eva was the same. I haven't asked. Eva what did I do for Fallen Homes? What did I do for yeah. Valentine's? What did you, you went to the board? Gosh. Oh yeah, I did. With my godmother. No, with my godmother. That's I what I did sick. on Valentine's Day. You were sick. I had the worst Valentine's Day. Made up for it last night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, did Dad. Did you do your yoga that Gary talked about? Oh, never mind. Oh, sorry, out. Keith. <laughs> Say no more. So we'll go back. Anyway, we're going off topic again. So SAS, and then you went on. We we did watch a little clip last night, didn't we? What did we watch a little clip of last night? Yeah, and I keep actually noticing you do a thing with yeah. your nose. Yeah. Does she mention? Have you noticed yeah. that? And I'm yeah. like, he does do a little yeah. thing with his nose. A little twitch a little with his nose. So you're on Take Me Out. Take Me Out many years ago, yeah. What's it? What was the thing? No lighty, no, no lighty. No lighty, no yeah. lighty, yeah. So like, what made you think of going on that? There's a funny story behind this, yeah. So my best friend, mm. who we're talking about, his name's Ryan, okay? So I was with my first girlfriend and we, I broke up and it's one of them ones, you know, when you're younger, you break up with the girlfriend, but then you end up wanting to get back and she doesn't want to get back with you. Yeah. You know, we got back Too late. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I got back there. Got <laughs> oh, back you got there. it. You got, <laughs> it. got it. There. So we broke up and uh, I wanted to get back. She didn't want to get back with me. And my friend just applied for me for me. They wanted a boxer on and he went there about did the whole lot. And then I was like, oh, I was all for a fuck, I'll do it. I didn't give a, didn't give a fuck, I'll do it. And then when I came down to it, she found out about it and she goes, me, if you go on it. I go on it, I never talk again. So I turned around and said, if you get back with me, I won't go on it. She said, no, I went on it. <gasps> so there's a funny thing behind it. We, I talk, because I text him and said, is there any chance you can pull it from it? You know what I mean? After I got back with her. Mm. And he never said nothing back to me. It came on the day before her 21st. 
I was the most hated man in the room. No. It was so But funny. you were still at the 21st, though, right? Oh. Yeah. But everyone got a thank you, bear me, you know what I mean? Everyone no. got a thanks, mommy, thanks, daddy, thanks, me friends. Boyfriend got no thank you. Oh, shit. But uh, that was, yeah, it was funny. I, I look back now and say, like, it's cringy, but it's funny. I look back, on, I look, like, even now, JC, who's just doing the documents, is uh, doing all the army footage and the fights. Mm. I like that. The reason why we're doing it is more because of. We're all grown older and it's good to look back. Like I'm even like we're looking back then and saying how young I looked. I'm like I look I looks you can like I look so young, I look so innocent back then and like now I'm a bit more rough and ready, you know what I mean? It's yeah. different. So it's like it's nice to look back and I look back and say, I'm glad they had to see myself there. But like I said, I was only a baby, on it? and uh, it was a bit awkward because of at the end of it I turned around and said she was the best out of a bad bunch. Yeah. Mm. She was behind me. So oh. and I didn't because I was I wasn't but she actually had a boyfriend believe it or not she's actually no a, she's a playboy model now believe it or no. not she about it. yeah she has like eight uh, close to 100,000 followers on Instagram back up yeah she's from Galway she's a playboy uh, same thing blue tick and all she has she's a little celebrity I'm not uh, so uh, <laughs> claim to fame <laughs> so uh, no I had a few better exes I had a few better exes I more oh, followers right, yeah. okay Oh God! So, yeah, we so, really want to spill the beans. So, uh, yeah, so she was right behind me when I said that. So that was a little bit awkward. But I was getting ready for the fight. I was, and uh, I was getting ready for the national championships. And basically, they all went there after I just disappeared. Like I said, I was young. I was innocent. I didn't drink. I was close to being still a virgin at that age. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I was really quiet. You know what I mean? I was, and I was just innocent. I just did it for the fun of it. You know what I mean? Do you think that? Um so are you actively looking for people like for someone or do you think because now you're training like that's no, where I'm your focus on, is on training now I'm not actively looking for someone I'm not 100% over me ex as of yet well I'm, I wouldn't get back with her but I'm not like ready to you're meet not ready, new people yeah. yeah I'm not ready to meet new people but I'm in this bubble like but like it's all it's all part of life you know what I mean it's mm. like you can't go looking for that mm. it happens it happens you know what I mean like if it happens it happens so it is what it is really I do think though that Kudos to you for the way that you're talking about your last relationship. Kudos! <laughs> oh, I don't Kudos! know. I don't know. Keep that in. <laughs> Kudos! But for talking the way you are about your last relationship, because a lot of fellas wouldn't <laughs> talk like that about yeah. an ex partner, or it would be that they just wouldn't recognize it at all. Yeah. Like, they just ignore seems... you when you see them. Yeah. Like, it would just be that they're. <laughs> To be, when you were saying like you want your partner to be your best friend, it's hard, like you were saying, when you break up with a best friend, when you break up with a, a partner, they were a big, massive part of your life. Mm. Like you said, you saw them every night, every yeah. day. Like, so fair play to you for being so positive to talk like yeah, that. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm the kind of bloke when I'm with someone, I want to be with them every single Now, in fairness, I have, like my last relationship, all my other relationships weren't like that. I didn't want to be with them. You know what I mean? It was just my last relationship, I fell. And before that, I was like, I seen them two, three times a week and I'm just happy, you know, I mean, I do my own thing, but as you get older, you want to start building the, the foundation and that's yeah. part of the foundation, being with them every single day. Hmm. No, fair play to you. That's so good because like I said, like a lot of fellas these days coming from like, we, the fellas, like we, we would hang around with your boyfriend's friends, Graham's friends, stuff like that. Like you wouldn't hear them openly talk about mental health. You wouldn't hear them openly talk about past their relationships. Like or, yeah, or yeah. if they're going through, even if they're going through a shit time with, your, with their girlfriend and you're like, what's the story? Like what's going on? They're like, oh, don't talk about it. I'll just drown my sorrows and do whatever. So fair play to you. And it yeah. is good to see a young, like I was going to say young fella, you're not that young anymore, but you know what I mean? Someone younger, being so positive and being so open about that sort of stuff like it is really positive when you've witnessed like lads the way they have like do speak about yeah. women like you know what I mean 
since we were talking about early on, it's, 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 it's difficult now in this day and age mm. to meet someone, you know what I mean? So, like, I don't know, you just take it. I find that very hard to believe now. <sighs> so do I. <coughs> 36 missed calls on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> Same number. Same number. Okay, yeah. stage five clinger. <laughs> you want to block look, her. Very good looking, but she got blocked. Yeah, you would be blocking her. But, uh, yeah, we were just we were talking about a few things. We were talking about, I mentioned, we were talking about Love Island early on. We were talking yeah, about so Love Island. Yeah, so would that ever interest you? I was, I applied for it six years ago. I got right to the final stage and I pulled out of it. There was the year that Sam Golden was oh, on yeah. it. Uh, me and Sam were in the last spots to get on it. No way. And I think it was six, seven years ago, we were in the last spots. That's how I got so to know So that was with like Chris and Kem and all that year, was it? I don't have a clue. What I think it was because... Yeah, what, yeah it I, was. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Because yeah, he, yeah. didn't Sam end up um, going out with Georgie? Yeah, 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 it was that. You know Georgie that was on tell with Andrew Harrison? With, sorry, Georgia. That went out with Stephen Bear yeah. and all that was that year. That was yeah. a huge year. So yeah. that was I was to the final stage of it. Now I didn't. It wasn't that I got. It, I didn't get. It. I just pulled myself out. I had two fights and I was in contract. I just couldn't get out of it. And at the time I was ready, like touted to be a high. Even though like that's a massive, like at the end of it, that's a massive, massive thing on TV. My whole mm. idea is sports. Yeah. Like, I, like I've always said is like I like going like. I'm a nobody, but I, I like going places where like like Dublin's a small place. It's probably not really small. We just go for a night out usually. Camden Street Camden itself mm-hmm. So I usually Where I go to is like everyone too young goes, for me <laughs> No it's not I hate I, that place mm, Full of culture It's not my the place Camden? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and the doormen Are really good friends of mine Oh are they Barry and John Ever going up We'll tell them, them the next time I'll yeah. Deco Centre yeah. yeah. <laughs> You won't be the first woman To do that The dancers are actually Lovely up there Yeah the sound 100% But eh I find everywhere you go People know you Yeah And I be like on the place Where no one knows you So I would never wanted to be in the, the public eye, but I always wanted to... It's nice people coming up and talking to me about uh, boxing, give me a pat on the back for the, what I've done, but besides that, that's all it is. But what I said is that I was expected to be a big prospect in boxing at that time. I expected to do big things, so I just kind of pulled myself out of that race and stayed on the boxing. And then two, year, two three years ago, three years ago, when yeah. Tommy, Tommy Fury was on it, yeah. Yeah. my management came, team came to me about... It was between me, Tommy, and Yui Fury about going on it. Stop. I was in a relationship, but I just said... I got asked to bring... Boxers to the table. The earth, us three were the selected two English lads and me, and I just told him, I said, Look, I'm in a relationship, I'm not doing it. I just put, I just, I'm not saying I would have gotten on it. Yeah. But I was put forward to actually. The hey, he could partner. be married to Molly May now. Well, like going out with Molly May with a baby called Bambi if yeah, he had gone on that. She would be my type. You know, <laughs> no, Blonde's not your type. More curvy. She's too skinny. Too skinny. Yeah. yeah. There you go now for anyone's wanting to know. Yeah, don't go gym like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You won't find them at the gym. Well, then you're going to the wrong place. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You're not looking for skinny girls. Where are the girls kick? who ring you for 32 times <laughs> in the gym? No, I don't think they'd be in the gym. Well, they could be in the gym. They could be getting up to go to the gym. I should go to the gym. Anyway, we spoke earlier on about the videos with your nanny. Yeah. Teresa. Teresa. Can I just say, the one that you put up, I actually don't know how long ago it was, but the one with the vibrator. The vibrator, yeah. But she actually rang me up and asked me for the vibrator. And I was with me, I was with my cousin, and I said, "Is she what? Like, no. <laughs> my nanny's what? She's seventy odd." And I was like, "What is she doing, man?" But like, I've I've conversations the phone what I, ha- I could put up, but I haven't put up. And when she's talking about talking about me with women, you know what I mean? Like, and she, when she's talking about her saying she how much she hates men. Uh, she would know, not that she hates men. She would never let a man touch her ever again. And I wind her up. It's a, it's a. It's a weird relation to have with a nanny, but we're like, we talk sexual about it. Not about me being yeah. the thing. It's about, I wind her up about, <laughs> about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she used to tell me she goes to, used to go down the leasing street to the prostitutes 
And she used to say, oh, she knew, used to all and all the prostitutes used no. to come down and give a cup of tea to them and she's standing Stop. there. Stop! So she's mad. Like, her and my granddad broke up years ago. And my, we lived in flats and my granddad actually moved the, the flat underneath her. And she used to bang down a sweet bush to send them to the shop. So Stop. even though they weren't with each other, he was always, like, they just literally block underneath her. But yeah, she's mad. Like, my nanny, like, I love my nanny to pieces and, uh, we, we, I thought there's a video going up when I gave her a kiss and the reason yeah. why that was is before she kept on I was talking to her and she goes what is up is it, did you know some news I don't know and my man told there's a possibility she had cancer oh my okay. god and that's why I want to start getting recordings because I just wanted to have it wasn't yeah, to have them yourself. No, she tells me you have me on TikTok taking the piss out of me you know what I mean <laughs> she's common as muck like common as muck she's been locked up and all before like she's been locked up and Stop all Stop yeah. I want to meet yeah, you yeah she's been out of the room so, but she can't walk. That's why she's in that thing. She can't Trump, walk. We'll go to her. Yeah, we're so, uh, Shane, like, we're going on a road trip. So, uh, <laughs> so that's why I started taking the recording because I knew uh, we thought th- the time she had cancer. She had to go for the second scan, and that's I have a recording of giving her a kiss. It was just more for me- for having memories of her. Yeah. But we found out she didn't thank God. But so a few times, like I bring her out on the wheelchair, so it's funny, like you know, me, me and her flying down Doing the road in the wheelchair, <laughs> and, and like there's times like, I sit down and have it, like I don't drink coffee, get her coffee, and sit outside and just in the summer, you know, what I mean, like I do do things where. And like I do love her to pieces So but. important It's so lovely to hear That sort of stuff And like Growing up in Dublin What like does that mean to you Like so you said You're from Charlie Is that yeah, what you said families Growing up in Dublin is family Yeah You know what I mean Families I mean, The father preaches family so much so, And I so remember much. you saying I think I was watching I don't know if it was in the documentary Or one of your videos That you grew up in the flats Yeah Is that right Yes So what was it like Coming from that Growing up in the flats Believe it or not Like even though it's rough It was the bit Like I don't know what it's like You sound a bit posh yeah Where are you from <laughs> Where are you from? Do I? Where, where are you from? I'm from Donamead originally. Donamead, okay. Yeah, that's a bit posh that would be. No, it's not. Where are you from? She's not uh, fucking posh. No. Where are you from? Originally from Tala. Okay. But live in Scaries. Yeah, she lives so in Scaries now. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah. So like, you going into a, like say for a Ballymoon or come to and going into a rough place, people just think it's like, this is a shithole, this yeah. is rough. But when you're from there, you don't see it. No. So when I'm from the flats, I didn't see it, you know what I mean? I just, it was home. And like, I could leave my key in the front door and knowing that no one would touch your stuff like, and everyone looked out for everyone. Mm. That's how good it was living in the flats. And then plus, there's another hundred kids playing in the yeah. flats so you have best friends. Friends for go, life. Yeah, you know, and I, believe it or not, reflecting on what kind of company you hold, like, my friends are the same friends from the flats. Mm-hmm. I still have the same core friends. Like, my best friend Ryan is from the flats. Joey, Shane, Arden, these are all people I grew up with. Now, we've, I've had add-ons. Yeah. Mm. But my core friends, as, as, who, add-ons have been the big parts of my life but reflects on how good yeah, the people you hold 100%. and I, I grew up with the same people or the, I grew up with these same people and I mean the biggest of my supporters you know what I mean mm. so the question that I have that's a typical sporting podcast question which we are not but I do want to know go ahead prediction for the Dylan Moran fight Dylan what Moran rounds for, are you doing how many rounds are you doing it's a 10 round uh, it's 10 rounds uh, I expect I expect to beat him on points but don't be surprised if a stoppage comes and people are thinking because he's a bigger boy. He is physically bigger than me. I'm going mm. up. I'm actually going up four weight classes to fight him from what I used to fight. I was, we were trying to explain this to Tasha last night because we were reading different things, obviously, and like yeah. doing our research and the whole lot. And you were reading was, different weight classes. Yeah. So you were reading like super featherweight, yeah. lightweight. And then she was like, but it says welterweight. Is that right? Yeah. And so I was like, goes, no, it is right. So I used to fight a super featherweight. And then there's lightweight, there's light welter, and there's welter then. And I'm going up the welter. So there's four weight classes and I'm to jump now. What's the difference between the way, can I ask, from the one that you... I fight, there's probably, the one from now to the one I'm fighting him is probably 
eight kilos, probably oh. a stone, a stone and a half oh. difference, yeah. So you have to gain weight now? Yeah, well, I kind of just walk around this way either way. Okay, so it's your normal? I don't, yeah, I just don't cut weight. But the whole idea okay. of boxing is that you cut a cut weight to give yourself the advantage of being taller or, or longer, you know what I mean? I'm being stronger, that's why you cut down to a certain weight, but sometimes it's like, as the older you get, you can't cut the weight you used to. Hmm. Interesting. So stoppage or points? Points. Win. Definitely win. Points. Don't be surprised if stoppage comes. Right. Thanks so much for coming on. And we, yeah, good luck with everything. Thank you very much for having me. And you're definitely going to smash Dylan Moore. Yes, 100%. I feel it in my waters. Hopefully we, we might be down there to see him. Yeah. Let us know. Thank Just you. Just any free seats. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank and you. yeah. Thank you, ladies. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at the T's and C's podcast. We'll be uploading posts and stories about upcoming episodes and guests. And you can also email us on the T's and C's pod at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow, rate and hit the bell for future episodes on Spotify. Bye. Bye.